This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 5, Folkestone in Victor 1. And I have to confess, I had a very odd sensation at the end of that match because I both desperately wanted Wrexham to score more goals and also didn't because although I love watching Wrexham do well and although I really want to see Jordan Bont jelly finish off a hat-trick, Folkestone and Victor were, I thought, tremendous and didn't deserve to get a battering. I admit the scoreline is a fair reflection of how it went. It was comfortable, it was emphatic. I admit all that. But for making the game the way that they did, Folkestone deserve enormous credit. So uh, maybe it's relevant before saying anything else to explain exactly why I admired them. They're second in their league. They're two divisions down from us. No, no, back one. Yeah, two divisions down. And they are a very attacking side. And beforehand, I was looking at clips of them and thinking, okay, so how attacking will they be? Will they moderate their approach a little bit because they're playing a, a tough away match? Not a bit of it. They went for us. And I, they were so bold, often leaving three players up the pitch and really challenging us in that sense and being available on the breakaway. Their strikers combined well. Their strikers asked questions. Fortunately, we have brought in <laughs> League One defenders and they dealt with them well. But Folkestone made it an open game. They could have parked the bus. Instead, they made it a very open game and it was genuinely entertaining as a result of it. Wrexham made two changes. Kwame Thomas came in for Paul Mullen and Max Clareth came in for the suspended Harry Lennon. And the first real opportunity of the game went Folkestone's way. Heard he was lively, floating around behind the forward line, uh, feeling a nice ball down the right channel. And Adi Yusuf, not that Adi Yusuf, a different Adi Yusuf, driving into the box, hit a powerful shot which took a, a faint deflection off Clareth and went into the side netting. Wrexham's in control though at that point. Wrexham started to get their passing going quicker and they were passing through the third swiftly, positively and accurately. Kwame Thomas was a tremendous target up front and Ponticelli made endless runs offering himself. Uh, it was impressive to watch. The wing-backs crucially as well got very high. And just like when we played Gloucester, they would be they would shape the, the form of the match. Hall Johnson's first break down the right-hand side ended in disappointment as he over-embellished, cut inside and didn't make the most of it. After that, he started slinging early crosses in. Now, I've got to say, the quality was variable. I'm not going to deny it. He put a few in the cop. But he also, some of his early balls in were very profitable because Kwame Thomas, of course, is such a dangerous player. One ball he swept in. It was cleared only as far as Jordan Davis. And on his weaker right foot on the edge of the area, he struck the ball pretty well but couldn't quite keep it down. Then it was Lainton knocking the ball over the top and Ponticelli did ever so well to knock it into his path with his head and find himself one-on-one -on -one with the keeper. He was denied by a terrific last-ditch tackle by the Folkestone skipper, Davis, sliding in from behind and just getting a toe to it as Ponticelli was about to finish and deny him. Ponticelli would have a strange sort of game in that he'd get two goals but would probably walk off feeling annoyed that he hadn't got a lot more. Within a minute, Wrexham again causing problems. Hall Johnson with another early whipped cross. Thomas managed to lose his man, but it arrived behind him. And he acrobatically somehow managed to twist and get his head to it. 
but could only head it straight down into the ground, the ball bouncing back, bobbling around in the goal mouth and being put behind for the corner. If he'd arrived a second later, it would have been the easiest goal. From that corner, Wrexham worked it out to the corner of the box. James Jones driving a good shot inside the right post from the left-hand side. The keeper, Roberts, got down well, but pushed it straight back into danger. D- Davis flipped it straight into the goal mouth. Defender managed to put it behind. And then from that corner, Davis, precursor for what had happened in the second half, got himself a free header at the far post and managed to head it back into the goal mouth where a defender hooked it against Thomas and it fortuitously for Folkestone fell behind for the goal kick rather than on target. But Wrexham now were really starting to, to get at Folkestone. And like I said, the admirable nature of Folkestone's approach coming at us was leaving gaps which we could attack. Davis linking with Ponticelli as he, uh, he, he broke down the right channel. He cut inside, hit a shot, which took a deflection. That shot wrong-footed Roberts who went to ground and luckily for him, as the ball dribbled into the goal mouth, it fell within his reach as he was on the floor and he could claw it back into safety. So 25 minutes gone, Wrexham looking very good, but not having scored yet, could have been punished. Just a long ball over the top uh, by Newman. Uh, found McClure one-on-one with Linton. Linton came rushing out and McClure lobbed him and put it over. Just got too much on it. A terrific opportunity for Folkestone to put the cat among the pigeons. And four minutes later, they were behind. It was a, a, a fabulous cross by Toza on the left-hand side. He swept the ball into the far post. Kwame Thomas met it with a powerful header. And Tony Roberts, Tim Roberts, I beg your pardon, the goalkeeper, did ever so well to get his hands to it, but could only push it up in the air. Ponticelli sprinting in, made sure, tapping it in from about six inches out. And Wrexham had the lead. They had a nervous moment then when Hayden underhit a back pass. Linton still got there on time, but he drove the ball against Smith and the ball ricocheted wide of goal. But it was still Wrexham pushing on and trying to cause problems. Hall Johnson swinging in the cross, which was cleared to James Jones on the volley from just outside the box. But he didn't quite get his body shape turned around enough and he put it wide of the left post. Then Hayden, with a tremendous enterprising run deep into the Folkestone half, ended with a very wild tackle on him. Uh, free kick on the edge of the day. Davis's free kick was well struck, but was too close to the goalkeeper. At the other end, McCann burst into the box and inexplicably, after getting the better of Hayden for once, because Hayden was impressive, but McCann was constantly trying to cut in from the left and run at him. He got past him into a great position in the Benny area and inexplicably dived. He shouted for the penalty. The referee quite rightly said not. I've got to say to the naked eye, didn't look like a penalty. And looking at the replays, yeah, it's not a penalty. It was silly, though, because he'd actually got inside Hayden and had a clear size of goal. Wrexham, meanwhile, went up the other end and Davis came charging forwards. He was tackled in the end and the ball span out to Hosanna, whose shot was deflected just wide of the right post. I've got to say, at the time... I didn't think it was a penalty, the, the challenge on Davis. Having looked at it again, Vincent goes in very, very hard. And I can see why Wrexham were asking the question. Um, I, think it's, it's, I think it's one of those where if you make contact with the ball first, you're probably okay. Uh, I'm aware you can make contact with the ball and still foul the man. Um, but I think it is one of those. And it does make contact with the ball first, I think. <laughs> so... 
maybe a little fortunate. So Wrexham only won up a half time, although it did feel pretty comfortable. I've got to say the second half was one sided. Wrexham really tore at them and I think folks had tired a bit they'd, they'd been brave they'd gone at us but they started to be punished in fact in the first couple of minutes of the second half as Wrexham really got a bit more um, dynamic in their forward passing uh, we started to really cause problems Hosanna went on a run and then fed it out to Davis who swept in across Kwame Thomas climbing eight yards out got over his man but headed it just over the bar and then a minute later another opportunity for Ponticelli as he came running through the middle one played one on one with the keeper down the channel the goalkeeper Roberts made an excellent save actually Ponticelli drove it across him and Roberts lunged and made a good one-handed save the rebound bobbled around in the box Thomas making a nuisance of himself Hall Johnson popped in there good to see a win back in the six-yard box but he couldn't control the shot and put it over the bar still Wrexham pushing on Hall Johnson on the right-hand side, whipping in a terrific early cross just beyond both Ponticelli and Thomas, who lunged in looking to finish attacking the six-yard box. And the goalkeeper, who was behind both of them, must have been very relieved to see that neither of them got touched to knock it into the empty net and held on to it. But that was just uh, an order for what was to come two minutes later. Almost identical. Really lovely build-up play by Wrexham. Thomas dropping off, holding the ball up well. And even though the ball was bouncing awkwardly for him, he knew that there was space on the right-hand side for Hall Johnson. And stretching, instinctively hit a great switch out to him. Hall Johnson had time, took a touch, and drove in a very similar cross at the last one. An absolute beauty. And there was Ponticelli, six yards out, and this time he got the touch, and a lovely touch as well. Real intelligence, just recognised that he just had to open up the shape of his foot, use the pace on the ball and direct it into the bottom corner. A really quick, sweet goal. Very impossible to defend against. And Wrexham had got that breathing space and they continued to push on. A three-on-three break. So Davis driving forwards and pick out Hall Johnson on the edge of the area. He smashed it in first time and put it over the bar. Then Young driving in a powerful shot. The keeper fumbled it, and Kwame Thomas was really alert to get there and knock it into the net. The linesman swiftly had his flag up to disallow it for offside. It wasn't offside. Um, having looked back, uh, Hall Johnson is goal side of Thomas. He's offside, but he doesn't react. Thomas sprints past him and scores. So Thomas, extremely unlucky not to get a goal. And then it was also a dangerous moment again when the ball was ripped in by Hosanna into the goal mouth and Roberts fumbling his catch drops it in the goal mouth but it was scrambled to safety. Wrexham in the comfort zone the game then from about, for about 10 minutes went into a slightly strange soporific spell I think Wrexham, frankly I think because Wrexham knew that they were in control and there wasn't a huge reason to to really push on and for about 10 minutes Wrexham controlled possession very well didn't really threaten until the 72nd minute when the third goal came, a corner on the left-hand side, Young swept it beyond the far post, just like he had in the first half. Davis, just like in the first half, was there, peeled off his men, was completely unmarked, and planted a powerful header in from close range to make it 3-0. However, it was the first of two little pairs of goals that would enliven the end of the match, because immediately, Folkestone kicked off and struck back. Rice, the substitute back, healing it nicely. The ball was fed towards the box and deflected to Yusuf, who did ever so well, to get the ball on his right foot on the, on the edge of the D and drill a tremendous finish into the bottom left corner. And Folkestone had a goal back and actually were enlivened by that. They had looked tired in the second half. But that goal 
put a spring in their step. Suddenly they had 17 minutes to pull themselves back into the game. And they went at Wrexham. Didn't really carve out any clear chances, but certainly uh, gave us problems. Smith and Yusuf were both strong, aggressive runners who could hold the ball up as well. Smith was playing through the middle mostly, Yusuf on the right in a 4-2-3-1, but he would come inside and join in. McCann on the left would join in as well, different type of player, more quick. Hurd behind them was linking up as a creative uh, sort of number 10. And oh, they really started to ask questions, but Toza, Hayden and Cloweth were very, very solid at the back and Lainton didn't actually really have anything to do. Four minutes that lasted as Folkestone went at us, but then Wrexham hit back with two goals in just over a minute. Firstly, and this one was just lovely to watch. I've, in editing the highlights, I've made it longer because I've had to keep it in. I mean, it's a hell of a long combination of passing by Wrexham, ending with Davis, Cleworth and Hosanna all out on the left-hand side, just working little triangles, just knocking it around. It was like a, like a rondo in training. Three against three, popping it about. The Folkestone players are following them. Eventually, Davis decides he can get a through ball in and plays a lovely little pass for the run of Cloweth. Cloweth is so good at getting forwards. We were saying in the commentary, Neil Williams and I, it was like it's like um, like when Sheffield United came up two seasons ago and had the overlapping centre backs. He he actually does that. He got beyond the defence. Davis with a beautifully measured clip to put him in. Cleveth drove into the box, drew a defender and pulled it back and Hosanna were running with him and Hosanna gleefully slammed it into the roof of the net from 80 yards out and Wrexham had the breathing space which was extended further, let's say just over a minute later. Davis on the left-hand side, dinking in a lovely cross to the far post and Kwame Thomas attacking it, getting in the six-yard box and knocking it past the exposed goalkeeper. I think he came in off, went in off his left shin but the thing is, he he knew that if he made any sort of decent contact, it was a goal. It came at a funny height, and so we just, I think, attacked the line of the ball and made sure he was over the top of it so it didn't go anywhere. And then Wrexham started making substitutions, Angus, McElindon, and very pleasingly Jarvis coming on after his injury. Wrexham still with a side making opportunities. In fact, uh, Angus did well breaking forwards, finding Davis. He put Ponticelli one-on-one. Here it was, the hat-trick chance. The keeper had come out. A nice little dink would have been perfect. But he went for power and smashed it comfortably wide of the right post. A real opportunity, that. Then McAlinden on the edge of the area, playing a nice measured ball, and Angus on the left channel managed to burst past his man. Roberts, alert though, came quickly off his line. Angus tried to knock it past him, and Roberts made another good save. Then it was a, an opportunity for Cleworth cutting in from the left-hand side and lashing a shot from the flank, which went over the bar. And Dan Jarvis, uh, well, <laughs> had a peculiar chance to score a goal. I don't know if it would have been wonderful or just very fortunate. He got the ball on the edge of the area, in front of a packed area, ran straight into the crowd, tried a few little drag-overs to try and deceive people. They sort of worked, but sometimes he lost control that ricocheted back to him. And he nearly got in on goal before uh, he lost control of the ball about eight yards out. So it was a weird one, but could have been really quite a gratifying way for him to come back. And Wrexham won. And I've got to say, what a shame that there were no supporters in there. Not only because it was great entertainment, but also because the Folkestone fans who would have travelled up would have really given their players the send-off they deserved because Folkestone, like I said, played with real guts, never stopped coming forwards, never stopped thinking that they could get the goal, that could turn the tie around, and hats off to them. It was really good. As Neil and I both uh, suggested to Folkestone's media representative, who was up commentating by us, 
that there's plenty of National League teams who have, who have looked a lot worse than them this season. Looking at the performances, Lington had nothing to do. In all honesty, couldn't do anything about the goals. A great finish. Um, had that moment in the one-on-one where he did the right thing to rush out. But if he'd been lobbed, he wouldn't have had a chance. He had nothing really else to do. I would say, though, his distribution was, was good in that it was swift. He was attacking crosses and taking them and then getting rid of the ball as quickly as possible to get us on the counter because Wrexham knew that folks were open to the counter-attack. And so that was good from Lainton. Across the back, I thought, well, all three of them were very impressive. As I said earlier, they're a higher level of defender and it showed Hayden was really, as always, strong and, and dominant. McCann really did try and get at him and asked questions and then Hayden won that battle. In the middle, Tozer. Uh, equally was unflappable and on the left hand side Cleworth not only defended very well I, I got the impression early on that maybe folks were trying to target him because Yusuf playing on the right previous game he played through the middle with Smith on the right and it, I thought maybe they were thinking well this is a young centre back we'll, we'll, we'll work him over a little bit so they were knocking diagonals in for Yusuf and, and giving him physical challenges and Clareth dealt with it really well. And then in that closing period, just like against Gloucester, he came forwards, became that overlapping centre-back and did ever so well and got himself an assist, a fine performance from Clareth. The wing-backs were crucial. Um, I would say that Hosanna, cutting inside and running at people, was more effective maybe than Hall Johnson in, in, in a consistency sense. Um but the whole Johnson, like I said, he, he was sort of up and down. Better in the second half than the first, but put a hell of a lot of good quality service in amongst the less good. So I don't want to sound too critical of him. Neither of them were terribly important defensively. Rosanna's link-up play was great and his pace. He was constantly the player who who made the transition happen, just bursting through the lines and causing issues. The midfield did well. James Jones had a strange sort of game. Had a few little sloppy touches in good positions. But his reading of the game is very good. He was getting into good positions. He was he was often the key support man in a move. And, of course, as ever, he goes on for the whole 90 minutes and beyond. Uh, Young's energy was fantastic. Again, no news there. But, you know, just his box-to-box working and looking to shift the ball quickly out of the flanks to get those wing-backs into play was good. And Jordan Davis, especially as the game went on, was just class. Uh, he really, really punished in her folks. There was some lovely, lovely play. Passing. It was decent efforts in the first half as well. Scored his goal. Now Davis was a, a class act. Up front, Thomas was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. A real handful, holding the ball up, winning headers, getting his goal, getting another goal, which was inaccurately disallowed. Um, and alongside him, Ponticelli again put in an excellent shift as always, and was getting in the right places. Couple of close range finishes. That's great. A couple of goals won't hurt his confidence. We went for Bryce Susanna as man of the match. Um, there were lots of candidates uh, before it sounds like I'm breaking ranks uh, I was the one I think who was pushing most for Hosanna you know, looking back on it I've got to say Davis did a hell of a lot of things there were a lot of players who were contenders Thomas was a, a contender for my other match there were a lot of really good performances it was great fun but I do emphasise again Folkestone made it fun they were really really good and had the right attitude so hats off to Folkestone we've made new friends but Wrexham deservedly won. Before I sign off, just to say I tried something new yesterday, which you may have noticed, the hot take. Yeah, hot take. Look at me, I'm so 90s. Um, I I love doing these podcasts. Doing them since 2005. This is an old podcast, you know. And 
recently, as I've been able to get the footage and look at it again and give myself a little bit of time to analyse, I'm conscious that it's sort of changed a little bit. My intention with these was always quick, early reaction to the game. And now I'm finding, with this one as well, I end up doing it the day after because I've got to edit the highlights straight away after the match. I do other things like Rex and Manorak and that sort of stuff. And the podcast gets done afterwards. And I think it works like this because I do get a chance to really think it through and analyse a bit more. And like I said, noticing more maybe the amount of times Davis has been involved. Um, but... It's nice to have an immediate reaction as well, isn't it? So I, I, I did that hot take thing. I'm, I'll keep doing it for a bit. See how they go. Please give feedback. M underscore Griffiths 92 at Twitter, for example. Or just throw comments on the on the podcast, please. Um, the, the idea of it is like a quick, soon after the final whistle reaction. So there's some impression of what happened then. And then I'll do the detailed one later. So, you know, any thoughts on that? Please, please let me know. Obviously, subscribe, like, and all those lovely things that bring the attention of Wrexham Football Club to the world even more. And, uh, yeah, well, onwards to next Saturday in a nice trip down to Yeovil with the final score of Wrexham 5, Folkestone and Victor 1. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.